Thomas Bahamas, and you are here at the Dramas of Thomas Bahamas' podcast. So I'm uh, going to start out, I'm just going to read one of these posts. Uh, nobody likes to read, nobody likes to read that long form, so I am just going to walk through it. So um, here we've got a post on royalties and the whole debate, kind of stupid. So uh, it's kind of, I don't know, I, I figured it was a little bit longer of a conversation than just a, a tweet or two. So put together some words. Um, started off, so royalty should be decided on the open market. But the problem that we have here with this is that the NFT market on Solana is kind of manipulated. Uh, this is probably not unique to Solana, but I don't have enough experience or information about the others to really give a definitive view on it. Um, Magic Eden is really the only marketplace enforcing royalties that projects have set and they're losing popularity. And the largest project on Solana D gods just went to zero royalties after they looked at the data. <clears throat> yeah, no shit, Frank. The royalties of 10% were too high. People found ways around it. Um, you know, we're innovating in this space and there's something that's mispriced. They're probably going to find a way to get it done. Um, the floor for D gods is around 300 souls. So you're looking at 30 soul to D gods just for entry and six sold to Magic Eden for hosting the transaction. It's over $1,100 in fees. Um, this is at Savannah at $32.56 at the time uh, for just purchasing the NFT on chain. Um, I mean, this is on Solana, so this chain's built out for quick and cheap transactions. We're trying to avoid fees, so that makes it um, pretty unattractive, at least when I look at that. Um, the most expensive NFTs on Solana plus overpriced royalties equals time for a workaround, right? So enter OTC deals on Famous Fox Swap, um, OTC on Ya, or ultimately the option for a no royalty market with ya <clears throat> solana and coral cube all following suit um, yesterday was the first time that magic eden went under 50 percent market share of all nfts sold this year on solana so it's kind of a big day um, but that doesn't mean that the royalties should be at zero there should be a middle ground and if that team values their own time and contributors and builds out tools and value for their community, their community should be happy to pay. The problem with this is that it's just the velocity of the market. Uh, there's so many NFTs getting dropped that if you make a derivative project and slide a 10% royalty in the metadata and it pumps and dumps, you can make a lot of money. Um, there's nothing holding back anyone from doing this. And with the FOMO and YOLO style market, it's a profitable model. <clears throat> The picture of the penguin in this article was just that a derivative penguin that was cute and had 10% royalties. There's really not much else going for it. Um, also, it had a crown, which is good for royalties. But yeah, this market is definitely manipulated. <clears throat> a market should be buyers and sellers. The price of an asset is the meeting ground where the demand of the NFT meets the willingness of the owner to supply <clears throat> the owner of the supply to sell. Well, this gets distorted with the hype mint culture. You have projects minting out a 10K supply daily, 
but it's not only a company or a group of artists and founders selling, there is a market distortion in that the projects are effectively hiring influencers or individuals within popular projects to promote and market their projects for them in exchange for a discounted or free NFT. So a 10K supply might actually only be open to the public for two to 5K. The first half or sometimes all of this is actually already allocated. Uh, This could be in the form of pre-sale where certain groups are access or certain groups can get access to a sometimes limited amount of NFTs prior to the public at a severely discounted price. An example would be, you know, you pay one soul for pre-sale, public mint would be for two soul. Or you have the whitelist game where you can make people do certain things like follow or join a Discord, follow a Twitter account, post something about the project. You know, there's a bunch of different things they can do. Um, And then you get early access to the mint at a cheaper price. Sometimes there are lockup windows where you don't have to hold these projects for a certain length of time. Uh, or we do have to hold them for a certain length of time, but oftentimes there's not. This is why you'll see people accusing shill floaters of dumping on their followers. They effectively are, because even if they just join, join a Discord or follow on Twitter to get those early access and discounts, follower counts for both of those are marketable and desirable metrics to have. These markets, <clears throat> the market on this is distorted because now you have influencers that have been paid for services in the form of a discounted NFT and the public does not have access to it. So naturally there's FOMO. Influencers pre-sale, influencer pre-sales at one soul, so they buy 10. They're hyped up about it because even if they can sell at the normal cost of the mint for two soul, they get a two X and 10 soul out of the deal. And they don't give a shit about the actual project inner workings, whether it's actually built out for the long term whether they have a roadmap, whether they should have a roadmap or whatever it is. Because they're in the project early, they are now on the other side of the market. They are the sellers and will be watching graphs and using the most sophisticated tools they can find to make these sales at the correct time to maximize their benefit. It's not always known what the royalties of these projects are pre-mint, so this makes for a fun dynamic where they aren't really sure what their profitability will be either, and they are incentivized to... <clears throat> they're incentivized to not bash the company um, that comes out with a super high royalty. So I was always on the buyer side and gave up minting for a long time. If a project looked good after mint, I'd hop in and buy a couple. This would probably be the way we want the market to work. I'm not really an early stage investor. I can evaluate a team and look at some sneak peeks of art, but I have no idea of what project is going to be the next 100x, but... If a team is solid, the art is good, and there's a good buzz on the project, that's what you, that's what you want to join. But now that I've seen the other side of this, I've been too late uh, buying into someone else's 10x. It might be the right move in the long run, but so many people are going to take profit or dump on me that I'll have to hold for a long time to break even. It's kind of fucked. The projects themselves already make a good chunk of change at this point. They minted out so that... <clears throat> They minted out, so get all those funds, plus the royalties from the paper hands, flippers, dumpers, people late to the party, and why would they care? Magic Eden loves this shit because they get 2% of every sale within this whole process. Their incentive would be to let this go on as long as possible and to keep hyping up projects and show the popular ones on their front page to 
build up more, more energy for them. The rise of the aggregators is a huge game changer as well. When I go looking for an NFT now, I check hyperspace because that's what has the floor. Um, this all depends on the project I'm looking to buy, of course, but I'll likely check floors first, then specific trades, then see what marketplace this is on. The aggregators have chipped away at Magic Eaton's moat and everyone's going crazy guessing what they're going to do. And everyone thinks royalties are going to zero and this is the end of the NFT market. Hey, honey, me and the boys are arguing about how to make our JPEGs lose value and go to zero. I mean, no one's really saying that, right? But uh, my take, so there's a middle ground here. The buyers are willing to pay royalties for these projects that are worth joining. Uh, three to five percent seems like a reasonable level. This keeps teams motivated to stay in the game and not rug their followers. This allows them to keep building out and have some money as a cushion to allow growth. The problem that we have is uninformed buyers, misaligned incentives for sellers and short-term grifters. Uh, with established projects, this couldn't be more obvious. This has impacted DGODs enough to go from being staunch royalty defenders to flipping to zero. The market spoke and 10% was too high. It did not say send it to zero. It, I think this is just an overreaction and it's probably a great marketing ploy to keep attention on them while they struggle to release their next project anyways. I think the best example for me is Monk Down, the Solana Monkey Business Project, the Discord's token gated by the NFT, but <clears throat> so you have to pay to get into the project, but there's a massive team within the project as well that's building out the premier DAO on Solana. Um, they are the value to the NFT. You can almost think of it as buying into a business with a bunch of different departments and teams that are dedicated to building up the ecosystem. You can't just expect them to do this for free or expect them to flip their own projects, NFTs or others until they can sustain this lifestyle. It has to be sustainable. And one of the ways that is doing that is through royalties. <clears throat> There's a ton of data out there on Solana NFTs. It's one of my favorite parts. You can head to Hello Moon and see a ton of information about a project once it's already launched, who's buying, how much, price action, and more. But pre-mint, it's kind of a crapshoot. Um, good teams rug, bad teams succeed, good art flops with a bad community, and bad art with a killer community can be a blue chip level project. So I don't have a good answer. And an overreaction in the market isn't good for established projects that don't have an issue. That's what makes NFTs so much fun and there's constant innovation. Everything is always changing, but I do think that we can't have a standard of 0% royalties for all projects because they just aren't made the same. Um, different projects have different goals and it's exciting to be part of a community that's trying to completely change the game and be super ambitious. It takes this money to keep those teams going and royalties are a major tool in the toolkit for this. <clears throat> In the end, we have people making money, and when you can make a million plus dollars and stay anonymous, you better believe there are going to be scams and malicious actors out there. So yeah, that was my first go at this. Um, don't do this often, so get in there. Let me know what you think. All right.